it's time for the December 2021 edition of Weekly Signals Weekly Review, a vague approximation of the last 168 hours of history, broadcasting from the University of California at Irvine on KUCI 88.9 FM. I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Caspar. Ah, and as always, the new host of Jeopardy, <laughs> Mahler. The fake news dog. Ow! This race Way to go, Mahler. Yeah. Way to snag. That's a big get for Mahler. Yeah. Way to go. I don't know how he does it. I don't either. He works this show. Well, you know, normally, I look outside, and normally he's he's digging up, you know, bones yeah. or, or artifacts in the backyard. He's pooping. He's eating. I never see him go anywhere. Yeah. So how he gets these gigs, I, I really don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. Gonna... He's good. I'll take fake dogs for 500 Mahler. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Rin Tin Tin. Rin Tin. Yeah. That's yeah. a fake dog. Yeah. 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 You ever, uh, you ever, uh, what do you think? Huh. What do you think, Mike? I think. About Yoko Ono? Oh, I like Yoko Ono now. You do? Yeah. You like her? 19, now. 1972, I didn't especially really? like her. Yeah. Why not? But, well, because she was the... She was the... Oh, you're not going to say yeah, well, I'm, uh, that. Yeah, well, I'm... You're not going to say that. I, because everybody else thing. believed it at the time, and I'm a sheep, basically. And, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, so... Um, but yeah, but no, she was good. She, she was, was good. She, and she, in, what she did, yes. she was... Life good. has given it's me perspective on her. A performance artist. She was there. exactly, and John loved her. Yeah, and that's all that should matter. And she had nice little thoughts. You she know? she's a very bright, intelligent, as you said, an artist of of, of note. Yeah, yeah. What yeah. what do you say about her? I like her. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she had some fun stuff. Yeah. Her caterwauling is I interesting. Gonna, it's, it's, I was just going to use that same word. Exactly. That's what it seemed like at the time. Yeah. Now, was, now she'd be she'd be a rising star, you know, in the uh, in the alternative music world. I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. I, whatever. Okay. Sorry. A rising star. I, if she were to sing that way today, uh-huh. we would have a very different perspective on her. Maybe. Not. Well, she kind of broke ground. Is yes. It? She did. <laughs> yes. Right. Yes. Yeah. Because she sounded kind of, it was peculiar to hear that. Yeah. I mean, you've heard a lot of Stockhausen maybe by then. Yeah. A lot of dissonance. Yeah, exactly. You know, but but just to hear her yeah. cackling, yodeling. Yeah, it was. Yeah. And it, it was very distinctive. You knew it was Yoko Ono. Yeah. She really owned it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And yeah, absolutely. We talked about the Beatles' Get Back. Documentary I, I mentioned it. Week. You went into a, you flew into a rage. And I yeah. was tired of it all. Yeah, I know. And I was just I tired. I of remember. It. But I'm bringing it up again. Oh, let's go. Because I've been thinking about it. Yeah. And uh, well, I think what it was, yeah. what I'm tired of is it's not so much, you know, the, the idea of four lads from Liverpool. Right. It's that. That was kind of a special moment of sorts, or a period of time. It defined a period of time yeah, yeah. for a lot of people. Yeah. And it was, and I'm sure there are things right now that are defining this period of time. Mm-hmm. But I, I think what it is is I don't like what happens when people keep 
talking and talking and talking and was this this way I, why I agree. did that I happen could not agree why more. did john smile at this I, moment i totally agree you know look yeah. there's mccartney doing that amazing thing right there at that point that, in time yeah. the world changed the world changed yeah and no shut up exactly just shut up it happened yes we were there isn't that great but let's not keep talking and talking and talking about it until everybody around you goes oh jeez exactly yeah i totally agree with you <sighs> this is the thing i can't blame them no. i don't blame john paul george and ringo no, for I the fact that people yeah. went nuts over them I'm, and for years yeah. and years and years wouldn't allow them to be human beings yeah just these semi-gods that we worshiped i was glad they broke up yeah what i remember the hell? thinking yeah. this is good now we get to hear them yeah. apart from each other now something's going to progress instead yeah. of hearing these same four guys yeah. have to sit with each other all the time well, and come up with tunage with the same musicians exactly well think about it they they couldn't tour because they would in concert it was just shrieking people uh -huh. in the stands yeah. to the point where they couldn't hear themselves yeah. i don't blame them i don't blame them for taking acid and going off to india and all those other things that we had oh whatever it's all you don't that blame them they were having fun that's yeah, probably yeah, the only I mean, fun they had i mean people yeah. were mad at them because they wouldn't play in concert anymore yeah. Well, anyway. Amanda Hess from yeah. the New York Times has an interesting perspective on the whole mess. Okay. Amanda takes issue with director Peter Jackson when he said, Yoko Ono never has opinions about the stuff the Beatles are doing. She's a very benign presence, and she doesn't interfere in the slightest. Now, Anna, Amanda uh -huh. Hess of the New York Times yeah. says, uh, no, no, that's not what's going on, that Yoko is really doing a performance piece there during the filming of Get Back. Okay. That she's there almost in every single scene and she's just sitting there and that's what she used to do a lot of times as a performance art artist. She would just show up in places and act coy like what am I doing here? Right. I'm just a, a yeah. I'm just a, a, an appendage of yeah. John's. I'm not supposed to be anything more. She had a performance art work at the Museum of Modern Art yeah. where she just carried the letter F around with her <laughs> and she stood in front of the word art. So it said the Museum of <laughs> Modern Fart. Yeah, and, and that, that's, that's yeah. funny. Yeah. You know, she worked with John Cage, who's another guy, yeah. person who's known for getting your attention by not doing anything. Right. right. And so Amanda says that uh, uh, Yoko decapitated the typical role of the artist wife right, right, right then. Yeah. Because at that point in time, especially with rock guys, and these are four lads from Liverpool. <laughs> I mean, come on. This is a guy's club. Yes, it is. And she's walking right into it, yeah. sitting right in the middle of it, yeah. and staying there the whole time. <laughs> and if it happens once, fine. But she did it for every single day of that film. She walked in, sat in front of the cameras, and then did nothing. Maybe she knitted. Yeah. And I think that was kind of a a play on what women are supposed to do. Right. That's yeah. Okay. It all comes down to Yoko Ono, the drummer Toby Vales wrote in a zine connected to her riot girl band Bikini Kill in 1991. Part of what your boyfriend teaches you is that Yoko Ono broke up the Beatles. She writes, that story makes you into the opposite of the Beatles. It relegates women 
to the audience and ridicules them for attempting to make their own music. So uh, was Yoko the first punk rock girl singer ever? Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't think so. There are a lot of other great women yeah. singers before then who shrieked like a banshee, but still, I like her. Yeah, yeah. I uh, There you go. Yeah. Thank you. And I'm done with it now. Thank you. Well, I think. You haven't seen, have you seen any no, part of this? Okay. Six hours? Yeah. Okay, I'm just asking. What do I spend six hours on? No. I in, I don't. I'm just asking. I don't know. I haven't seen any of it. I don't know. I've seen clips of it, yeah. but I, I don't know. Yeah, that's any. it. Yeah. The clips that keep yeah. popping up yeah. on YouTube. Yeah. And you go, yeah, that's it. Oh, boy. 45 seconds. I can handle that. Yeah. Yeah. You ever drink any vodka? No. Hmm? No, I don't. Do you drink vodka? When, you, when you're watching the Beatles, you're just kind of <laughs> yeah. pouring out these bottles. Well, there was, There's your greatest there's a, groove. Right? <laughs> you know what? I, if it was a drinking game, like yeah. how many times will Yoko be seen on screen kind yeah. of game? I mean, that would be Maybe that would be fun. I wouldn't use vodka. I would use something else. I'd use another semi-stimulant if I were to do that. Well, what if you had vodka there? Would I would. You? Oh, yeah. What the hell? Sure. That was the only stimulant. I know, comrade. I get, yes, I will drink the vodka. A bottle of vodka. Vodka. Yeah. And Yoko Ono. <laughs> Whoa. From yeah. Reuters. Yes. As climate change-driven wildfires covered California's wine country skies and smoke in 2020, wineries feared the worst for their grapes. They did. Yes. Many in this year's harvest were dead, and that year's harvest, and probably this year's too, eventually were... Many of the grapes were damaged by smoke taint, which can alter the fruit's chemistry and ultimately its taste. But rather than pouring the wine down the drain, the Crimson Wine Group, they own a lot of vineyards in California. Sounds Crimson like Wine They sound group. like a group that has a lot of vineyards. Because wine is in their name. It is. And they're a group. And they're a group. They partnered with Hangar One Vodka which turned the wine made from these smoke-tainted grapes into vodka. So they did Smoke Point Vodka was the result, and all proceeds from the sales go to the California Fire Foundation. Oh. All proceeds. Wow. That's pretty good. Yeah. The texture is very smooth, very nice. You almost get that, uh, like a taste of a barbecue from far away. Okay. That's what they say about it. So I'm wondering with all the ch climate change coming, yeah. we're going to have a lot of smoky stuff out there. We are. Yeah. It, it was, yeah. Do you have any suggestions, maybe, that we... I was going to ask you. Smoky cheese? Smoky I mean, cheese? There I mean, well, there's already... Well, there's of, cows out there. Yeah, I well, guess, I mean, some probably got burned up. I don't know. Uh, smoky. Smoky popsicles. Smoky, <laughs> smoky popsicles. Yeah. It's the newest thing. It's the new... Uh, um, uh, what's thing. that? It's, it's the, no. What's that stuff called? That spice, the 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 salsa. Pumpkin. Like the, oh, never mind. I can't think of what the it was. salsa. Yeah, there's there's a what was the not? I was gonna say chipotle. It's not what it is. It's there's a. It's old. Do you mean the one here in uh, California? Yeah. What's that called? I, I don't Chirac, know. You're the guy. Sh that... Sure. I'm sorry. I brought it up. Sorry. Yeah. You're the guy that likes the, the spicy I stuff. Know. I know what you mean. I can't sure, pronounce it right now because I, I don't. I don't pay attention to things. Well, <laughs> I don't. No, I'm <laughs> saying I don't want it could be. I mean, I there are certain things that they it. sort of took over, right? You know, the uh, the it's, our culinary it's like that Volkswagen. It's the Scirocco. Scirocco, something like that. I can't 
Jesus, I'm gonna. There's go. people jumping up and down right now. They're uh, screaming yelling at it's the radio. Exactly, you idiots! Yeah. It's called, you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Sorry. That's what's the problem with doing things like this. If this news makes you feel dry, may I recommend a donation to KUCI to quench your thirst? Just go to KUCI.org. Your generous donation is how we stay on air. Commercial-free, free-form, free-speech radio, KUCI, 88.9 FM. Huh. Shirako. That's... Shirachi. That sounds right. That sounds right. That's close. Scorochi. <laughs> Scoliosis. There you that, go. That's what it is. Yeah. That it's sweeping the culinary world. Scorsese. <laughs> Scorsese. <laughs> From Vice, researchers in China, China have designed an alternative to plastic, Scorsese. <laughs> Using an unlikely source, these researchers in China, guess what it was made out of? You'll never guess. This I one I guarantee you'll never guess. It was made out of silkworms. See, I would put like a million bucks down on this one. Okay. Um, <laughs> milk. Salmon sperm. <laughs> wow. Yeah, salmon sperm. Well, that was that was probably seventh salmon or eighth sperm. on my list, but yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, Mahler. There you go. Salmon sperm. Yeah, that is. Yeah, here we go. Shiraki is what it was made out of. <laughs> a plastic-like material. Uh, that's this plastic. It's plastic-like, uh -huh. is formed when two short strands of salmon DNA are combined with another chemical derived from vegetable oil. The result is a gel-like squishy substance called a hydrogel. After freeze-drying to remove any moisture, the hydrogel can be molded into different shapes. Scientists have already created puzzle pieces, a cup, and a plastic DNA model from the material. Compared to traditional polystyrene plastics, the new bioplastic requires 97% fewer carbons, carbon emissions to make. Oil-based plastic require tons of heat and toxic substances to manufacture and take hundreds of years to break down. However, using the salmon sperm plastic cups for holding liquids has its drawbacks. It turns into hydrogel if it contacts liquids. So it just goes into a floppy state. You can't use it for a lot of things. Okay. Yeah. Still, well, that could be a work in progress. I think so. I think that's what we got here. Fill, figure Despite it out. its water resistance limitations, researchers are hoping that this plastic made from salmon sperm could help reduce plastic waste if it enters the market. And I think that's what they're thinking. Eventually. Yeah. Yeah. I just saw an article this week about how the there are more than there's more than one plastic gyre now in the ocean and we yeah. we know of the big one in the pacific between here and hawaii and uh there's now five or six that they're saying are out there in the over the oceans of the world uh -huh. and that they're now seeing new species develop around these gyres new little plankton and other uh -huh. small sea creatures are beginning to evolve or or, or hybrids of I don't know exactly how this is working, but the oceans are beginning to actually produce a whole new species to deal with plastic. Wow. I don't know if that means deal with it in a way that's, that's, that will 
get rid of it or just adapt to the fact that there's so much plastic in the ocean. Another thing that I just saw this week was that uh, a couple of very well-known scientists are saying now that the ocean is very, very close to uh, absorbing as much carbon as it can. That Uh it's been absorbing a lot of the heat uh, that has been coming into the world as a result of uh, uh, so much carbon in the air that the ocean is approaching its maximum limit. And when that starts to happen, you're going to want to get some sunscreen and be ready for that. Sriracha? That's it. Sriracha. Sriracha? Yeah, that's it. Or Sriracha? Again, it was one of those things that you had to put on everything all of a sudden. You put it on your eggs, you put it on your bacon, you put it on whatever. What, salmon sperm? Salmon sperm, yeah. Yeah. From Vice. That was what I just read. Yeah. Yeah. From New Scientists. Okay. Yeah, we're moving along here. We really are. We're trying our best to keep you informed. For the love of God, do you realize we do this every week? I think we're getting some... (laughs) Something is uh, someone, should I? What? Someone's calling us? Yeah. No. Well, it could be a friend. I'll read this. It could be a friend. It could be somebody really upset that we're wasting all this air time. From New Scientist, NASA and the Italian Space Agency launched the Imaging X-ray Polarimetry Explorer Space Telescope this week. As you know, X-rays can be studied only from space because they are mostly absorbed by the Earth's atmosphere. The Imaging X-ray Polarimetry Explorer, or IXPE, as they call it, the I-X-P-E, rode into orbit on the SpaceX Falcon 9 rocket from Cape Canaveral, Florida. IXPE will, for the first time, perform imaging X-ray polarimetry in orbit, a technique that could offer astronomers insights that no other telescope can match, measuring the X-ray light coming from objects, including neutron stars and black holes. X-rays are useful ways to observe the universe emitted from extremely energetic objects. X-rays allow astronomers to see the universe in a way other wavelengths like visible lights cannot yeah the things that they're doing in outer space now in terms of this kind of thing putting uh yeah. these satellites out there putting out they're getting ready to launch a big uh, telescope the james webb telescope yeah. is about to be launched it's huge massively large and we'll be able to see so far into the galaxy that it's pretty darn amazing one thing they just discovered dark matter is the part of the our world that we don't know anything about yeah we know very little about it we know it exists we don't know what it does. Uh-huh. They found two galaxies that have no dark matter. Huh. Two. Wow. And this is the, the assumption has been that the universe is dependent upon it's the, the existence it's the of the of the yeah, universe. Yeah, that's what they that's what has been said about yeah. it. They found two galaxies recently yeah. that apparently have no dark matter in them. We're not detecting it. We're not able to detect it. That's yeah. a good way to put it. Yes. Thank you. From the Stanford Medicine News Center, scientists who injected idle mice, lazy mice. Lazy mice. Yeah, yeah. good for nothing, sucking at the teat of the welfare state mice. Yes. Mice. Uh I said Mike there. Yeah, you did. Ne'er do wells. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, these lazy mice. Yes. The scientists injected them with blood from uh, athletic mice. Ah. And they found improvements in learning and memory. 
in the mice, oh. not in the scientists. <laughs> yeah. That, that would, was true. That, that would, would really be good. Yeah, well, yeah just, that would be an easy thing to do. Yeah. Uh, hey. You get a needle, you get a mouse. I've, Next thing you know, you're smarter. <laughs> I feel smarter every day. Yeah. Yeah. The findings could have implications for Alzheimer's research and beyond. Yeah. In an experiment, researchers injected sedentary mice, we'll call them now, couch potato mice. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. Why was it a couch potato? Why not a sofa potato? <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, maybe, I don't know. Uh, or, or uh, you know, a lazy boy potato. <laughs> well, there you go. Anyway, researchers injected sedentary mice with blood from mice that ran for miles on exercise wheels, finding that the sedentary mice then did better on learning and memory tests. Yeah. Isn't that great? That makes kind of sense. It does. Know. Exercise yeah. stimulates your Get the right brain. juice in there. Yeah, yeah. The researchers also found that the brains of mice with athletic runner mice blood produce more of several types of brain cells, including those that generate new neurons in the hippocampus, a region involved in memory and spatial learning. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, brain region. Yes. Not a region of the world. Right, you know, right, exactly. That would be so, yeah. That would in, be in, yeah. counterintuitive. In Bulgaria, they were doing really well. <laughs> uh, by the way, speaking of that, speaking of Alzheimer's diminished capacity, mental health, and all the rest of it, yeah. there is some preliminary studies that have shown that Viagra, yes, that Viagra, the boner pills, Viagra, has a, a positive impact in uh, in uh, the treatment of dementia. Viagra does. That's what they're saying. That they are, their studies are showing that the the risk goes down seventy percent for people who have been giving been given boner pills. You call them boner pills? Whatever the compound is called. I'll call it Viagra then. It helps you. Well, it, yeah. it doesn't just do erections. Apparently not. There are other apparently that, apparently yeah. it stimulates your blood yeah, flow. That's which, what it does. Yeah. 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 So that's how you get the erection. That's what it's that would be part of it. Yeah. The blood cell. The blood yeah. is part of it. Yeah. yeah. So well, for people <laughs> who take that, that's why they take it. I understand. I don't mean in general, they, they don't give, you know, a Twelve year old boy. <laughs> I don't Viagra. Think they, I don't think they need to. But that's yeah, the point. Yeah, yes, that is yeah. the point. From the Guardian, in a landmark ruling, the Constitutional Court of Ecuador. I like this. The Constitutional Court of Ecuador decided that mining permits issued in Los Cedros, a protected area in the northwest of the country, would harm the biodiversity of the forest, which is home to spectacled bears and endangered frogs, dozens of rare orchid species, and brown, and the brown-headed spider monkey. Mm. The brown-headed spider monkey, one of the world's rarest primates. That's Yeah. Yeah, our the resident uh, primate expert, yeah. Mahler. Thank you, Mahler. Inami EP, Ecuador's national mining company, held rights for mining concessions that had been granted to in two-thirds of the reserve. The decision means that mining concessions, environmental and water permits in the forest, must be canceled after the court upheld a lawsuit brought by communities near Los Cedros that was successful in a lower court. The ruling by Ecuador's highest court upheld the rights of nature which are enshrined in the country's constitution and said they apply across the whole country, not just to protected areas. 
Dr. Mika Peck, a senior lecturer in biology at the University of Sussex, said that this ruling is as important as to nature as Thomas Paine's rights of man were to our own species. Amen. The rights of nature. Absolutely. In court. Yeah. Why not? Yes, exactly. Why not? Because no one will speak for nature. I know that's a pretty broad term to use, but nonetheless, someone needs to stand up and be able to make legal arguments for the protection of nature. Yes. By the way, there you are. There he goes. I may significantly cut Alzheimer's. You like that one. So you're afraid of Alzheimer's. I'm basically, it's like a double whammy. I'm banking you, on it. Yeah, yeah. You can take a lot of Viagra. I'm, you get all. You reap the benefits yeah, of Vi exactly. Viagra yeah. in two ways. Yeah. You you won't get Alzheimer's. Yeah. And and there's another. And you'll be having an erection all the time. All the time. Yeah. I I just for for the sake of the show, for the sake of your sanity, I didn't take one today. Oh Jesus. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, there might, might be side effects to this, Mike. There might be side effects. <laughs> they didn't men mention the aneurysms. You know, they... <laughs> you have to have a strong heart to be able to do this, yes. From Scientific American, flooding rains and blizzard conditions hit Hawaii. Yes. It was enough that the National Weather Service issued a blizzard warning as falling snow created near whiteout conditions atop Mauna Loa and Mauna Kea, accumulating to as much as a foot of snow in some areas. Jesus. Warmer ocean temperatures and a northward shift of uh, subtropical atmospheric rivers, both signatures of climate change, may be intensifying the storm. The Hawaii Emergency Management Agency said 15 inches of rain fell between Sunday and Wednesday. Honolulu County officials warned of overflowing cesspools, sewers, pesticides, animal fecal matter, dead animals, pathogens, chemicals, and associated flood debris. Just associated an, flood Just debris. another day in paradise, <laughs> yeah. it sounds like to me. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I like the associated flood debris. <laughs> the associated yeah. flood. Stay yeah. away from the A, D, whatever. Yeah. I think that was an emo band at one point. <laughs> associated flood debris. AFD. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Loved AFD. Oh, they were great. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't they do Shirachi? They did that. I think uh, do song? the Shirachi. Yeah. Get the Shirachi. Spread the Shirachi. <laughs> yeah, uh, that was that was they had. Let's that play was some big, ball, Yeah, let's Come go. On, let's, let's do that. Let's do this. Get it for me. Get it. Go yeah, go get it. Go. Come on. Yeah. 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 Uh, from BBC News, the loss of marshes, bogs, and swamps is driving a rapid global decline in dragonflies. 16% of the world's dragonflies are under threat of extinction. Their plight has been highlighted by the International Union of Conservation for the Conservation of Nature. Wetlands loss is due to urbanization and unsustainable agriculture, the report says. Marshes and other wetlands store carbon, give us clean water and food, protect us from floods, as well as offer habitats for one in ten of the world's known species. Yeah. But they're getting ignored. They're getting ignored. I used to see a lot of dragonflies yeah, when I was growing too. up. And, yeah. and they just, the first couple of times I saw them, I was very young, they scared the hell out of me. Because yeah. they looked somewhat like a, a bee yeah. of sorts, a but big they were bee. Big. With but that long tail on the yeah. end, I thought. I thought at the time, 
there's a stinger on the end of that. Yeah. I'm going to die, yeah. right? And it used they really did. And then I got to know them. Uh-huh. And I gave, I, be, I embraced them. Uh-huh. Sorry. Now these uh, the ecosystems or the wetlands yeah, yeah, yeah. are disappearing three times faster than forests. Yeah. I hunger for your touch. Is that what you <laughs> said to the uh, dragonflies? I did. I yeah. hunger for your touch. Yeah. yeah. Oh my love. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM, Irvine, California. Visit us at Facebook. Uh, on Facebook. At Facebook, yeah. <laughs> at facebook.com slash KUCI eighty-eight point nine on our Tumblr blog at KUCIRadio.tumblr.com on Twitter and Instagram at KUCI FM and on the web at KUCI.org. Yeah. From the New York Times. You heard of them, right? Yeah. I like the New York Times. Uh, yeah. It's yeah. a good paper. I have a little beef with them right now, but nonetheless, What's we can move on. I just think the coverage of the Biden administration has been lacking, shall we say? Well, you know what I don't like about papers like the New York Times and like the Washington Post? They treat everything as if we want to read the opinions of a, of a, a political analyst rather than we want to read how this affects exactly. people. Exactly right. So it's like Democrats in disarray. Yeah. When what's going on are people trying to work out a deal. Right. Nobody's in disarray. It's you got a lot of people in Congress and exactly. they all have different ideas about yeah. things. They're trying to figure things out. Yeah. So a political analyst would characterize it as disarray. It's not disarray. It's just what happens when you have a lot of people getting together trying to come up with one policy. Yeah, exactly. Hey. That's that's my beef. Yeah. Yeah. Good writers, though, and they get into stories, and they've a lot of good reporting from the New York Times. Yeah. The new infrastructure bill law signed by uh, President Biden includes almost $50 billion to protect communities against climate change. Yes. The largest such investment in U.S. history and a recognition that the effects of warming are outpacing America's ability to cope. Yeah. Biden has insisted that at least 40% of the benefits of federal climate spending will reach low-income, rural, communities of color, or some combination of the three. But even if they are awarded a grant, communities are required to pay a share of the project, often 25%, which is an unaffordable amount for many struggling towns yes, and counties. Yes, yes, and they don't have the infrastructure, too, because they're new at this. They don't have all the people who would look into the budgets and what they do need. Right. Historically, it is wealthier white communities with both high priority values and the resources to apply to competitive programs that receive the bulk of federal grants. Whatever approach it uses, the Biden administration must rethink who gets climate money, said uh, Ardita Aroca of the Clio Institute. They're dedicated to climate change right. crisis education, and advocacy. What is most important, she said, protecting property values or protecting the lives of people? And that's what governance is. What you just said, that story illuminates, is that government is at its core here to serve and make sure that the needs of the communities are met and do it in such a way that is effective and efficient 
And sometimes it takes a little while to figure that out. Yeah. But government, that was exactly why we have government. Yeah, unfortunately, we have to figure out how we make it more equitable. Not make unfortunately, it, but yeah. fortunately, we'll have the opportunity to hope we get it right. And what makes governing particularly difficult now is that one of the two major political parties is not only not interested in government or governing, yeah. but are actually looking to, for ways to sabotage people who are concerned about meeting the needs of the community. And this is just truth you're saying. This well, isn't. You're yeah, not I'm not even. This some, isn't an opinion anymore. Yeah. I mean. Well, it never was an opinion because they that was their stated purpose. Yes. Back in Reagan's time. Yes. The, when government is the problem. Yes. When you say that. Yes. You, government you're is the it problem. Up. What did he say? The 11 words you should be afraid of or whatever the number is. I'm with the government and I'm here to help. Remember yeah. that? He said that? Yeah. Such a pig. I mean, looking back in the Reagan administration, we've talked about this before. That's the Rosetta Stone of all of this that's happening now. Yeah. You look at Reagan and the people who were in the administration and what they said and what, what they did. We are reaping all of the shite from that time. And the other thing, I just one quick comment about the other party that I think we're both we know we're talking about. That would be the GOP. They've become a combination of the John Birch Society and uh -huh. and the National Enquirer. That's what that's what they are now. Sort of you mash those two things together, you get the modern day Republican Party, John Birch Society, National Enquirer. From Yahoo News. A new study from Stan.Earth and Amazon Watch found that about half of the oil extracted, mainly in the tropical forest of Ecuador, is being covered, converted into fuel in California for major corporations. One in nine gallons of fuel pumped in California last year was drilled in the Amazon, the research found. The top three companies using oil from the Amazon, Marathon, 27%, Valero, 22%, and Chevron, 17% are all based in California. Chevron's role is particularly notable since the company is connected to some of the oil industry's worst impacts in the Amazon as well as in California, the researchers say. The study also found that 123 million gallons of jet fuel from the Amazon was consumed by major airlines in Los Angeles and San Francisco International Airports. LAX, in particular, consumes more oil than, from the Amazon than any other airport in the world, an average of one in every six gallons. The research also noted that there is a strong link between oil drilling and deforestation in the Ecuadorian Amazon. Yes. So California, yeah. get up with it. Jeez. Yeah. I think it's all these people here. That I, there's a lot of travel coming out of the state. That doesn't, it's just completely wasted travel. Yeah. From the Washington Post, a bipartisan panel of legal scholars examining possible changes to the Supreme Court voted unanimously, 34 to nothing, to submit to President Biden its final report, which describes public support for imposing term limits. Yes. Good, but profound disagreement about adding justices. In other words, there was a lot of conflicting uh, opinions about that. They couldn't come up with a, uh, a good positive about uh, adding justice to the Supreme Court. But imposing term limits, yeah. that's a good one. Yeah. 
Biden assembled the commission in response to demands from Democrats to restore what they called ideological balance on the court, now with three liberals and six conservatives, including three justices picked by Donald Trump. And that's the core of it. That is. That is. You know, the, one that shouldn't even have been yeah. a, a Trump pick. It shouldn't have, shouldn't Amy have been Comey Barrett, Obama's. Well, yeah. yeah, well, there's Neil Gorsuch, yeah. who was a Trump pick. And then there's Amy Comey Barrett and there's Brett Kavanaugh. Yeah. Those are the three. Now, Amy Comey Barrett, arguably the strongest argument for someone who shouldn't be on the court. Yeah. Right. Ruth well, Bader Kavanaugh Ginsburg too. died like, why. what, 90 days, 50 days, whatever oh, it was. That, yeah, yeah. Before, before the, the election. Yeah. Before the election. It wasn't. And they they rammed her through there uh, at record speed without. And by the way, this was part of something that the Republicans did in order to affect this change, which was to change the rules of the filibuster to meet their needs, which it used to be two thirds majority in the Senate to get someone approved to the Supreme Court. Yeah. The Republicans changed the filibuster requirement for that to 50 votes, 50 plus one votes in order to get someone on the Supreme Court, which is what happened. The reason they got Neil Gorsuch, the reason they got Amy Comey Barrett and Brett Kavanaugh was because of that. Yeah. Constitutional law expert Lawrence Tribe said he had come to embrace the idea of expanding the bench because all is not well with the court, which he asserted no longer deserves the nation's confidence, even if expanding it would momentarily shake its authority, Tribe said, that risk is worth taking. Yes. We're well, we got to do some. Right now we're stuck with with a majority that's completely out of touch with the majority of the people exactly. in the country. Right. And that's just not a good sign. I, I, if it was close, it would be one thing, but it's not close. No. I would say they're out of touch with about 70% of the population. We're in, a, we're in a moment in American history where we're in an emergency situation. You do things in an emergency that you wouldn't do in normal times. And I do think that they require us to do to essentially break glass Woo. and grab the extinguisher. And I that's uh, yeah, I agree with the Lawrence tribe from the Associated Press. The Justice Department sued Texas for the second time in a month over voting related concerns, this time alleging that Republican state lawmakers discriminated against Latinos and other minorities when they approved new congressional and state legislative districts that increased the power of white voters. Is this Texas we're talking about? Yeah. yeah. Attorney General Merrick Garland's announcement marked the Biden administration's first major legal action on redistricting. Yeah comes at a time when many GOP-controlled state legislatures are tightening voter restrictions and are trying to draw maps to their own advantage ahead of the 2022 midterms and 2024 presidential election. And while the Supreme Court has declined to put limits on partisan gerrymandering, it is illegal to draw lines that are unfair to racial and ethnic minorities. So we'll see yeah. how this plays out. Yeah. From the Economic Times, New Zealand is planning to outlaw smoking for future generations with new policies that include raising the age limit every year, meaning people who are currently young teens will never be able to legally buy a cigarette. <laughs> Starting in 2027, the legal smoking age of 18 will be lifted one year every year, creating what the government calls a smoke-free generation. This would mean people that who turned 14 in 2023 would always be a year younger than the legal limit. 
and the government hopes less likely to suffer from lung cancer or cardiovascular disease. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. Do you have more to say on that one? No. Okay. Uh -uh. Um, they, what about something along the lines of if you want to drink bleach yeah. to after it's been proven that that is not going to affect or or cure your covid yeah and you insist on drinking bleach or taking yeah. that deworming stuff yeah that we withhold care for you oh i like that that that's not the same no, not an analogy, no, no, but still, no yeah. but yeah if you're if you oh, but insist i don't know it's, it's just harsh and cruel well, i think there are a lot of I idiots you should, but, if, if you don't believe in science get out of the hospital yeah, yeah, I just, That's, I mean, period. I just, mean, I don't want to treat you for anything. I, I guess where I was drawing the, the sort of the connection was when you know that it's going to eventually ruin your health. Yeah. When you know it is, you yeah. smoke enough. Yeah. Except for Harry Dean Stanton, apparently. Yeah. Um, you, why, why are we going to pick up the, I mean, people, <laughs> the Republicans always say these kind of things. I feel uncomfortable, but why are we picking up the tab for you? Why are we doing this? You're going to do something that is obviously contrary to any common sense in science, drinking bleach to, in order to cure something. It's just nuts. Okay, that's okay. it. That's my rant. Sorry. You have a rant. Yeah, that's it. This Sorry. week's Weekly Signals Word of the Week. Yeah. Word of the Week. From the Washington Post is rife. 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 That's a pretty good word. As in of common occurrence or widespread, especially of something undesirable or harmful, rife. Okay, I like it. For example, no one knew exactly what Mahler had done, but ex but speculation ran rife. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. What'd you yeah. do, Mahler? Mahler, what, what did, did you do? do? <laughs> uh -huh. well, all right. I wouldn't have, but yeah. The Speaker of the House of Commons said he is calling on police to investigate reports that drug use is rife in the British Parliament. <laughs> as Prime Minister Boris Johnson dressed up as a police officer to promote his tough new anti-drug strategy for the country, meaning Boris Johnson may be rife with hypocrisy. Ah. Yeah. I, okay. A dozen sites inside the Palace of Westminster, which include the House of Lords and House of Commons, tested positive for traces of cocaine. Areas of interest include the bathrooms nearest Johnson's office and those of Home Secretary Priti Patel, who is in charge of domestic security. Drug residue was also found close to the rooms used by the opposition Labour Party, of 12 bathrooms tested for drugs with detection wipes, cocaine was reportedly found in 11, <laughs> including places that can be best accessed, best assessed, accessed only by those with a designated parliamentary pass. That would be, mean everybody, pretty much, that yeah. it worked there. In Britain, cocaine is a Class A drug, the most serious classification. You can go to seven, have go to prison for seven years for that, yeah. and suppliers can face a life sentence. Yet the Sunday Times reported that there is a cocaine culture in Parliament from well-known lawmakers to young staffers on both sides of the political spectrum. Uh, cocaine use is rife. Yeah. Wow. Well, I think Boris Johnson is rife with stupidity. How's That's that? Good. That could be. Yeah. From Newsweek. Yeah. 40 camels were disqualified from the Saudi annual camel beauty pageant 
as Saudi authorities conducted their biggest ever crackdown on camel beauty contestants who received Botox injections and other artificial touch-ups. <laughs> Jurors decide the winner based on the shape of the camel's head, neck, humps, dress, and postures. This year, authorities discovered dozens of breeders had stretched out the lips and noses of camels, used hormones to boost the camel's muscles, injected camel's heads and lips with Botox to make them bigger, and inflated body parts with rubber bands on the camels. Yeah. 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 That sounds... That, well, it sounds, you know, it's, it it's sounds like a society with way too much money. Yeah. yeah well... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it just sounds kind of sad. Yeah, it's sad. Well, yeah, Molly, it is yeah, sad. Yeah. Can you imagine if we did that with Molly? I can't. Kind of fun though. I, I like to <laughs> puff up his lips with a little Botox. You know. <laughs> we could call him. Uh, what? Well, we could call him Mahler Kardashian. Yeah. Yeah. Kardashian. Yeah. 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 That's right, Molly. He kind of likes the idea now. <laughs> and finally. From the Huffington Post, a pot brownie. Pot brownie. What's that? You know what a pot brownie no, okay. is. Yeah, yeah. Made this week in Norwood, Massachusetts. Weighed in at 850 pounds. <laughs> well, and, it, it did when they made it. And it was three feet square and 15 <laughs> inches high. Wow. That is big. That's I a, saw a picture of it. It is huge. That's a huge brownie. Yeah. The massive marijuana brownie was created by Mary Med, a multi-state cannabis operator, to celebrate National Brownie Day and to promote the company's new brand, Bubby's Baked. Bubby's Baked. Bubby's Baked. Bubby's Baked. That's not easy baked. to say. Bubby's Baked. Okay. Yeah, if you're not ready for it. Yeah. Bubby is baked. Yeah. Bubby probably worked there. I imagine he did. And he might have baked it he, yeah. and then baked himself. Yeah. <laughs> the team of five cannabis confectioners needed 24 hours to make the brownie. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. Mary Med official Ryan Crandall said the 20,000 milligrams of THC in the brownie actually falls within the limit allowed for a medical patient in the state. <laughs> <laughs> You can subscribe to the Weekly Signals Weekly Review podcast at weeklysignals.com. Weeklysignals.com. Subscribe now.